Begin podcast. It's the Oceanside Spider House. We're excited about this one. We've been like quietly excited about this one for yeah. several weeks. And for maybe months, as I think, you know, there are, you talk about the dungeons in this game. I don't really care. Damn. I want to talk about the spider houses. <laughs> the spider houses are just cool. It's, uh, yeah. We, we talked about it on the previous spider house episode. It's a fun way to do sculptural stuff in this game. And it's a fun way to do adventure in this game. Yeah. Uh, I think what attracts me to the spider houses is that they aren't beholden to the dungeon structure. And so um, they're allowed to just fill out, uh, possibly it's a scale issue, like they're allowed to be as interesting as possible without having to have, you know, extra parts. Yeah, there's not a necessary, like, you don't need boss rooms. You don't need, like, rooms where you get items. You don't items. need boss rooms, and you don't need the room leading up to the boss room. Yeah. There's a certain, Everything like, has its, is, its function is right there. It's not to support everything else the way that a big dungeon is. The big dungeons have, like, a sentence structure, like a syntax. Yeah. That is necessary to communicate, like, the idea of the dungeon. There's a beginning, there's a you know a center chamber of some kind maybe there's the ending there's the preamble to the ending but here and this can just exist kind of as a space yeah let's talk about it i go to the great bay coast i find this house it has a very subtle spider motif in the painting on the walls but i don't notice that i go inside it's an empty like cement room just like a featureless cube except that there's a cracked wall. For a long time, I thought that you had to break this wall down with a powder keg. But you don't. Um, you break it with a normal bomb. And then you slide down this ramp that a normal human cannot climb back up. Okay? You have Goron powers, so you will be able to get back up this ramp. But like, keep in mind, for humans... Just and most people walking around Termina, this is a one-way shoot. Um, I will note, so I went back yeah. and played this in the N64 version. The N64 version lets you run up this with the bunny hood. Oh, okay. But the 3DS version says absolutely not. Are you crazy? Wild. I didn't know there was any kind of like difference in friction, whatever, with the bunny hood. Or that they changed that at all. It's a weird change. Uh, I want, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, intentional or if, like, maybe the mechanics of the bunny hood work slightly differently or something. I don't know. Yeah. Fascinating. Anyway, at the bottom of this chute, you're in this weird spider cave. Oh, there's spiders in the chute. Oh, there's spider webs all over the cave. Oh, there's this big fence with spider web motifs in it that you have to find a way over to progress. So we're in spider zone now. And the 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 spider house that we're about to enter um it takes the form of basically like a bunker. Like I set up my mansion underground where nobody can get me. This is another And yeah. The fence is like if you happen to find your way down this chute 
into my secret spider space, do not come in. This is for me only. This is another building inside of a, like, rock enclosure. Somebody built another building underground again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fascinating. Uh, right? These secret spider preppers of Termina. Yeah. Um, you ha- need fire arrows to burn a bunch of webs and uh, get the spiders beyond. Um, and you're supposed to have... Yeah, unlike the swamp spider house where I think there's workarounds for all the tokens so that you can get them without the uh, hookshot, here it's hookshot city. Yeah, you're expected to have the hookshot by this point, so that makes sense. Um, we enter the uh, room, the the main room, the like stairwell, I'll call it. But I want to talk about the uh, library first. Let's go and do the library. I'm okay with that. There's secret passages in this library. There's skeletons just hanging around in the library. There are spider bookends. The level of detail in here is bazonkers. Did you look at the bookends? I did not look at these bookends. I'm looking for them right There's now. There's spider bookends. I don't see them. Oh, I do see them. That's amazing. Also, now that you're looking so close, pay attention to how both sides of the books are modeled. Like the inside, the end of the page, page's end of a book yeah. is modeled in there just because sometimes you can see them through the other side of the shelf doesn't have any books in it. Incredible. Uh, I like, will. Okay. This is supposed to be a room where you just copy and paste the same bookshelf over and over again. But in here, they're all tweaked to be uniquely disarranged yes i mean they get they they get to do that because it is just one room in the entire game that's going to have this asset so they can really like go to town with that um zelda there's libraries in zelda games um once in a while yeah once in a while i was going to say they're not in zelda games but they are there's a there's a shelf here yeah where there's like some what do you call these things like cases the form, like long books yeah that form a ladder um yeah i i think that in the n64 version those are just empty shelves that you can climb so they up. are and it's like okay i was doing this in the n64 version could not remember where to get up at and it was really hard to tell the difference because interesting the models are way less detailed it, it, it's a much like i don't know it's a much more interesting way that like you, you really have to, like, picture find to figure out what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, the big books that they have in the 3DS version remind me of, like, plat books, which is a concept that people probably aren't familiar with. But, like, in the basement of the courthouse, they have these ancient books that set out how, like, what the borders of everybody's property are. Oh, cool. Um, and they're, they look like that. Um, they're really big and you use them to climb up the shelves. So that part is accurate. Uh, yeah, we're, you know, we don't have to get into every single Skulltula. There are a lot of them in here. It feels like a lot more than the other Skulltula house. 
even though there's 30 in both, this one feels denser. This feels way denser. Po- possibly because the rooms are smaller. I guess. Um, and there's Skultulas, like, just on the walls. There's Skultulas behind pictures. There's Skultulas in the weird space between the wall and the ceiling. Yeah, the little, like, uh, inlet. The, the very architecture of the place is supporting the gameplay in a really really granular level you know yeah uh you gotta move some. Um, you gotta move some bookcases here and there oh classic you gotta knock off some paintings off a wall yes these paintings okay and they're the paintings are all portraits of skull kid but skull kid as skull kid not skull kid with the mask right this is the one part i don't like because it feels like, similar to the um, Majora's Mask balloon in North Clocktown, uh-huh. it feels like a Banjo-Kazooie, like, reality-breaking <laughs> detail. Yeah, it does. Um, and I don't think that this part of the game needs that. I think this would th- those portraits would be much better if they were a picture of something else. It could be, like, a landscape or something. Yeah. Do you... It's... It's almost certainly true that the devs of Majora's Mask had to have played Banjo-Kazooie, right? There weren't that many games in the N64 that they wouldn't have touched it. Uh, good point, yeah. I don't have anything to say about that. I just, it's interesting. I I don't have Well, when you put it that way, like, would that balloon be in North Clocktown if not for Banjo-Kazooie? It might still be. Or would it still have a Majora's Mask on it? Maybe not. I'm just mostly thinking about how it would be fun to read more perspectives of Japanese players of Western games oh, and, yeah. and opinions oh, on yeah. those. I bet I bet that information is out there. I just don't know how to get to it necessarily about like... Because it's in Japanese. Uh, Speaking of in Japanese. Okay. Let's return to... Have we talked about everything in the library? We didn't talk about the skeletons yet, but we'll have time to talk about the skeletons. Yes. Yeah. So let's go back to the, like, stairwell room through a door. The door has, like, its spider-designed door. Okay. And it has some Hylian text on it that says Hikare. And Hikare, I, like, I don't know Japanese, but I know how to Google stuff. And I mean that I know how to, like, Google stuff effectively, Um, not just type it in and accept the first thing I see. Right, right, right. Hikari means, like, open in some kind of weird, indirect way. Like, it's... Apparently, you don't say Hikari by itself, but, like, it's part of the Japanese version of open sesame. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, it's it's strange, but it means open somehow, somewhere. Yeah. Um, And also, as we enter this uh, stairwell from the uh, library to our right are some crates and on those crates it says some hylian text that comes out to uh kumo no suki kyatsu and this i like i put in google translate and i was like what's going on with this so i asked jenny who is a student of japanese and um what this basically means is either I love spiders or that guy loves spiders. And the kyats at the end is like, 
this guy, this jerk, or like a real bro is a way that Jenny put it. There's like some kind of attitude okay. implied by the word katsa. And so like it's like when you put it on a crate like that, it's like this belongs to that spider loving guy. I like there's some shades of meaning that I can't really sure, express. Sure, sure. Um But what the heck? <laughs> Property of Spider Guy. I wanna meet Spider Guy. I want the right? game about Spider Guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of masks on the wall in here too. That's a common theme. Also, um, pots with a spiderweb motif on them that you can roll into or punch and Skulltulas pop out. Um, but the, the, the ones that aren't covered. Oh, yeah. Which is also harder to desert in the 64 version. <laughs> I bet. Not impossible, just like a little harder to notice. They they played it up a little bit in the uh, 3DS version. The Again, the fact that the room is so small means that the spiders can be packed in really densely. Yeah, it feels like there are like seven dozen in this room. Yeah. I Playing this again and like trying to... I when, I when I was replaying this for the podcast, I had the game loaded up on 64 and the game loaded up on 3DS and I was just going back and forth doing each room. <laughs> and even then I was like still I'm like there's still a skulltool left in this room which one did i miss and like had to like comb back over it to find the one that i missed somewhere i don't even remember where probably the rafters or something we should point out that you know that there are still spiders in the room because you can still hear them making their weird crunchy spider noise yeah and it's like cacophonous in this room particularly because it's additive for all the spiders yes um it's awesome like you get to use the sound of the game, you get to actually track down the spiders by listening for them. And you uh, get to, like, they reuse the same tricks, right? Something is behind a mask more than once. Something is up in the roof thing more than once. Yeah. But, um, so you you really are, like, learning how to hunt down these spiders, Um uh, but it doesn't overstay its welcome because it's so small and compact. Right. Uh, is there any more to say about the central area? We go downstairs, we hunt like 10 more spiders. Uh, the stairs... I had something on the stairs. Oh, uh, Link won't run up or down these stairs. He like slows down to a ginger walk. Oh my gosh. Uh, And I don't... That might be true of other stairs in the game, but that's the only place I've noticed is these stairs in particular. He watches his step. Wow. That bears investigation. Okay. I Maybe okay. it's because this is like one of the only true staircases in other places. You got like ramps and stuff. Well, I think that. Gosh, you might be right. Because like Clock Town has like ramps. But I don't think Clocktown has stairs in the same way. Like a flight I want to say that South Clocktown, a couple of those ramps are textured as stairs. Mm. But that's not being, not having it in front of me. Yeah. Um, big if true. Well, let's go into the weird basement storage room. Oh, I got stuff here. That's good. Okay. Um, this, uh, like... 
is just a single room except that it has a secret passage off to the side and a secret overhead storage space. Like there's all kinds of nooks and crannies. Yeah, it's like a little attic. Um, yeah, the basement has an attic. How about that? Yeah. There are some coffins in here. In the 64 version, they're just like the most basic like Mario 64 level uh, renders of here's a hexagon that I stretched out and put a 16 by 16 wood grain texture on. They might actually be the same asset that shows up in the 64 version of um, Beneath the Well. Now that I oh, think probably. about it, I didn't identify him as such then, but I've played some Ocarina of Time since I did the, the notes for this. And I bet it's just that same asset. Makes sense, yeah. Um, in 3DS, these are lovingly rendered sarcophagi. Yeah, they are. With, like, big... There's, like, an Egyptian kind of, like, inspiration to how they look, but they're not supposed to look Egyptian. They're supposed to look like like spooky, dark sarcophagi with, like, a weird, grinning, sleepy face on it. Yeah. And there's Hylian text on them. And I took this to Jenny, too, and we, like, poured over it for a while. And um, results are inconclusive. Fair enough. It, partly because uh, I, I didn't think about this until Jenny uh, told me when I, like, gave her... First, I gave her the puzzle without context to see, like, what she would make of it first before I told her what was actually going on. Uh-huh. Um, but she said... When you just get it as Kana with no kanji, it's so hard to tell what you're even talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that's my understanding. Um, I hadn't, I, I guess I hadn't thought about it in this context anyway. Uh, but what we got was, this is some kind of sentiment. One line appears to say, wake me up when it's time to go to bed. Aww. No. Like, think about that. What? I don't know. That's a, that, uh, that seems like a charming thing to put on a coffin. Charming but confusing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and the other side says, possibly, the night is gentle, isn't it? Both sentences or both lines end with nay, and there's like, don't you think? Yeah. kind of sense to it that I like I don't understand what's going on but let's let's not worry about exactly what it means let's think about the guy who gets to redo a bunch of assets for the spider house says well we're not using those Ocarina of Time coffins I should make new coffins for this game and I'm going to make them gorgeous, and I'm going to write a little poem on them in this language that nobody can understand. <laughs> At a resolution nobody will be able to decipher. Yeah, the resolution is really bad for some of these things. It's on the uh, 3DS. It's not a... <laughs> yes. In, Do you suppose... in no clip, you're like, oh, I can, I can basically see that, but I would never try to transcribe any of this nonsense from the 3ds screen do you suppose grezzo has all of the art assets like still hanging out on a hard drive in case nintendo ever comes calling for like another port of this like another remake remake 
Um, why would you throw that away? I, I I feel like they've probably Nintendo as a whole has probably thrown away way more. But the, here we're talking about the nerds who made it. That's true. And probably feel some sense of pride about it. I bet they haven't thrown it away. I bet Grezzo still has those. Grezzo already. still yeah. has it definitely. The Grezzo they in in like the limited interview stuff I've seen with them, they seem like very passionate about and excited to get to work with Zelda. So uh reverence yeah so it's good there's um there's another asset with highly in text on it that's like a pile of boxes and i didn't <clears throat> excuse me and i didn't bother trying to transcribe it because it's like it's something that i could do if i felt like investing the time because it's the same text that is repeated several times and in any copy of it various uh characters are illegible but you could probably piece it together from being uh copied so many times the the reason i bring it up is that same texture is also used in the um the gibdo house later oh, on okay the music box house yeah. Um, so I don't know. That probably doesn't mean anything. It, the Hylian text probably translates to plat books or something. Maybe. Probably. Th- there's. They make a couple slight changes from the 64 version where there's like specifically a Skulltilla in the 64 version that's like really obnoxious and in a corner that you have to like snipe at. Oh, okay it's hard to see that they make more obvious here the other fun the other fun thing that they did for the 3ds version is the attic is way more is way cooler um cooler how the barrels aren't in the 64 version so in the attic in the 3ds version there's a bunch of just giant wooden barrels and the puzzle is to hookshot to remember that you can hookshot onto a barrel to get up here and pick up the skull tools that are hiding in barrels right Oh, in 64, you just hookshot onto a hookshot marker on the ceiling? Correct. And then there's just a bunch of pots, and there are some skulltools inside of pots. Cool that's, well, they already did pots elsewhere in the dungeon, but it's funny. It's, it, it's, it's a better setup when there's just a bunch of barrels. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's, a, that's an interestingly, like, substantive change compared to some of the stuff we see that's either very minor or, like, very... Uh, yeah, it's it's like an embellishment in a way that's play. like, oh yeah, we could just use this other asset. Yeah, cool. Well, let's leave that room. Let's go back across the uh, main room into the dining room. Uh, this room is sick. This room is sick. I someone I guess referred to it as a dining room in whatever video I was watching, but I have it in my notes as meeting hall. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Uh, it has a chandelier. There is no kitchen here. This is a. Yeah. Yeah. So I like if there's some spider cult. Uh, as we talked about on the previous episode, then like this would not be a bunker for one spider enthusiast. Uh, this would be you know the the whole shadowy cabal of spider lovers would meet up down here. Yeah. And drink their spider toasts. From all the four spider houses, they come here. Yes. There are four chairs, aren't there? There are four chairs. 
Um, and they are occupied by four skeletons, stall yeah. children. Yeah. I, and it's funny they're radical. called. It, it's funny they're called stall children, and that just kind of sticks around because that's kind of yeah. Because the, they're not supposed to be children in this version. No, um, they didn't really. Even in Ocarina, they didn't seem like children. It was just that they were trying to distinguish them from the bigger stallfos. Right. Um, it's just just a funny name, anyways. Yeah, they're here. Uh, they're here, and. I believe the, like, expected play experience is that you do this dungeon and you can't interface with these stall children because you don't have the appropriate mask. So they just seem like skeletons hanging out laughing all the time that you can kill if you want. Yeah. This game is fantastic. It's because... Thinking about that, this place being that creepy, if you don't know what's going on, amazing. But then you come back with the captain's hat, and it turns out all these guys are working for Captain Kita, who we'll talk about later. And they are doing research on the secrets of this place. And they want to tell you what they found out, which is the answer to this code puzzle, which is a fun little puzzle. Right. And you were they're... you were saying that um that uh Master Quest Ocarina of Time does uh, puzzles like this. Can you get more into that? The one that I remember, let me think. Uh Well, there's a couple there's a puzzle I can think of in Water Temple that involves like hookshotting a part of the wall in a way that's like not obvious and you have to have a hit for, I think. Oh, okay. Um, that is what ties into the the what we're going to do with the masks here in a second. But the big one I always think about is the one in the spirit temple, where there's a room in the regular version of the spirit temple that just has you dodging boulders and collecting silver rupees. But for the master quest, they turned it into a puzzle room where you have to go into these six different alcoves. I think it's six. I think it's six and play uh several of the ocarina songs uh ah. the non-teleporty ocarina songs and like there is like a non-obvious motif necessarily over each one that it's not spelled out directly that that's it's not like it's like the most obvious one is one of them has a song of time block above it right okay but then there's like one with the little like sun that you're supposed to put the use the mirror shield to put light on yeah but that's not what it's used for here here it's used to tell you you need to play the sun song here rad and like one of them has a cow i think nearby it for yeah so it's it's just like it's a bunch of stuff like that like really non-obvious clues that not a very zelda puzzle not a very zelda puzzle at all i was gonna say this whole thing feels really like super mario rpg to me for some reason um which the oh, spirit temple thing or the no the the one spider here house. back in spider house where you're gonna get a bunch of separate clues from a bunch of npcs that you then have to like write down to like then de- to, to, to be the 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 solution to the puzzle um i would say yeah this seems to be kind of in between those um puzzles what do i want to say 
like the the Mario RPG password puzzle is much more like brain teasery than anything in that game, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is that's my point of reference arbitrarily. I'm sure there's a better correlation here. That's just what comes to mind for me. Well, I mean, but like that's kind of perpendicular to what Zelda does, absolutely, or yeah. what Zelda normally does. And then you, what you describe in the Spirit Temple similarly seems perpendicular to a normal Zelda thing. Totally, but I, totally. I feel like like. For me, anyway, if you take the intersection of those perpendicular lines, what you end up with is something that is pretty much Zelda E. To the, the, the this doesn't strike me. The mask shooting puzzle doesn't strike me as especially non Zelda E. But maybe that's because I've been thinking about it in one of my favorite Zeldas for years and years. You're probably right. I mean, there, I could I could probably rattle off a bunch of other examples of things where you have to like write down the solution to a thing. Uh, yeah, especially if we include uh, Phantom Hourglass. I try not to include Phantom Hourglass as a rule. Uh, boo. <laughs> and I think difficulty wise, like this isn't asking you to really think. No, like, no, no, solve no. anything the way those other examples do. The, the solution You're just following instructions. Yeah, the solution to the puzzle is knowing that the captain's hat's what you need to decode this. Quite. Um, but then yeah, so you you talk to each of the guys and they say, well, um, you need to shoot them, shoot this guy third. You need to shoot this guy sixth, and you figure out that they're referring to the masks on the wall in the dining room. And so you climb up onto the dining table and you shoot them in the right sequence. Their eyes, the eyes of the masks light up in a creepy way, which is great. And they, they, then, cha- yeah. they change the masks. Uh, they're just colored masks in the 64 oh, yeah. version here. They gave them symbols too. And when they refer, when they tell you which to uh, shoot first, third, second, um, do they say like red heart or yellow diamond i think so i forget okay probably um otherwise what's the point yeah well uh when you put in the right password the fireplace opens up go into the fireplace and go up this stairwell it doesn't feel like a secret passage like normally a secret passage behind this fireplace is normally like dark and sooty but this is nice and you go up this nice stairwell into this spider church welcome to spider church yeah where there's a skull a single big skull just hanging around and there's a beautiful carpet and there's a uh, chest with a piece of heart in it and this is properly called Spider Church when you're referring to the 3DS version. In 64, it's like there's kind of a disco ball thing in the ceiling. It's a it's a appropriately like, or I should say, inappropriately fancy church like atmosphere. But in 3DS, they dial it way up. And yeah, it, it's like the, it's a gorgeous spider stained glass dome. And the carpet is better rendered as well. It's just awesome. Also, uh, based on no clip, 
the ceiling here is roughly at ground level. Oh, really? Yeah. So that would be like the outside of the um, stained glass dome is at like exposed to the sun somewhere so that at noon the light will shine through and light up the spider church. That's delightful. Is this room not the best thing? It's amazing. Um, Just the idea of it being, you can skip this. This is a skippable mm. room if your goal is simply to collect all the skulltulas. Yes. Like, this is an It's extra- a side quest within a side quest. This is a Zach. side quest within a side quest. This is an extra chamber that you would then have to, you could go through here, get all the skulltulas, collect the reward, and then, like, only later come back and do this. After you learn that you can talk to stall children with that mask. Yeah, this is a weird, like, backtrack extra zone within a very already cool zone. It's great. It's amazing. I love the Oceanside Spider House. It's great. It's, it's just not so, even done yet. It's so evocative just out of just being like a another... The, the, the previous Spider House was like a temple inside of a thing this is just like a creepy house yeah and it's and it's creepy with like you know components that we're pretty familiar with and it gets its creepiness i think out of and and its charm out of being a weird extra thing that's like outside of the normal format and structure of the game yeah and when we were talking about this how excited we were about this episode uh, we were talking about doing uh, a ROM hack that was just spider houses or like a game that's just spider houses. And like the the excitement of exploring a place to find a bunch of things, find a bunch of gold tokens, that obviously would make a great game. But I think that the reason I love the spider houses in this game so much is that they do not... Uh, they, they're... Part, they're because they're within a structure that doesn't need them and so they feel like an extra thing yeah and they're not if if it was a game if they made majora's mask 2 and they put in like six different skull houses and they were like there was like a part of your interface yeah your, your bomber's notebook 2.0 that uh-huh. like detailed oh did you complete all these it's like on your on your like to-do list your to-do list your collection rate is dependent on you doing these things it would be Uh lesser for it right it being just this one-off you know or two-off i guess like little sub zone with some just messed up stuff to do it makes it much more special yes it's special because it's special and if it were normal it would be normal yeah we're not done with it yet, though, because after we get all this spider... Oh, there's also... In the meeting room, the way to get the spiders out of the chandelier seems to be to ground pound with Goron Link. Is there any other way to do that? I thought I did it by rolling into a wall, is all. That makes sense. Okay. I never remember to turn back into Goron Link to do any of the Goron Link things. Um, No, the guide I was w- w- watching made it sound like that was required for this part. And I thought, that doesn't seem like they don't... That would be a weird design decision, too, because it it's such a hard thing to guess. 
So mm-hmm. I hope that you can roll into a wall. That's I'm pretty sure I just okay. rolled into a wall. We got all 30 tokens. And the game tells us that the curse has been lifted, whatever that means. Turn into Goron Link at the entrance and roll up that slope. And hello, there's a guy here. We like sort of know him. We've seen this guy before. Yes. I'm pretty sure this is the same guy that is in South Clock Town looking up at the moon, worrying that it's going to land. And when the curse is lifted here, he teleports here. Like, I, I wish I had time to check this, but like, I believe that that guy disappears from Clock Town once he comes here instead i'm under the impression that that's true i don't remember if i checked i just i know i've read that and uh when you when he comes in he's like oh i didn't know there was a see a house a whole secret place here um is this your place please let me buy it from you and there is actually a ton of text associated with this guy there's a lot of like, he says different things on different days, and it's the kind of thing where he's actually saying basically the same thing on each day. They could have reused the text, but they didn't for some reason. If you complete this on the first day, then he gives you a the giant's wallet, so you can carry lots of rupees. And then he's like, I'm going to hide out here. He, uh, if you beat it on another day and you don't have the giant's wallet he says it's too bad if you had if you had found this place earlier i would have been able to give you something to help you carry more rupees like he had the giant's wallet but at midnight of the first day he lost it in a poker game or something and now he can't get give that to you anymore uh but he will give you a rupee reward that gets smaller Uh, on the second day and smaller on the third day and if you have the giant's wallet then he gives you like a silver rupee on the first day a purple rupee on the second day and a red rupee on the third day to like he's losing money all the time this poor guy and he just gives you whatever he can and then if you come back he has slid down the slope into the antechamber type area and he's cowering in the corner talking about how much time is left and praying to the goddess of time to protect him. Yeah, it's, you know, we've not maybe, because we've been doing the sections of the game that are like outside of Clock Town, we haven't run into a lot of NPCs talking about the impending moon crash. Yeah. Uh, people, people outside of Clock Town have other problems that they're dealing with. And so that doesn't come into play as much, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but here we have one of like the primo examples of a NPC in the game, like very directly stating, hey, the, I'm scared of dying. I'm going to go try and hide here now. Yep. Uh, in a very and direct good. way. It's very good. It's the best. I love Oceanside Spider House. Yeah. It's, I it's, love. It's fantastic. It's like yeah zach you had a fun idea oh yeah i did sometimes i do so this this is the last of our spider house tour and i was joking earlier that 
they're clearly they're, they're, there's four seats at that table. There must be two other spider houses we don't see in the game. Mm. And so when I was taking notes, I was like, I want to come up with ideas for the two remaining spider houses that don't show up. And so I wrote down just really quick and easy ideas. Um, and then before oh, okay. we, before we were, I didn't, I, I didn't go too extensive. I hope I didn't. Uh, and then I told Ryan that he should also come up with some ideas. I have roughly half a page for both. That's so ideas. much more than I have. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but I'll, uh, I'll so take you me. should go first, right? Okay. Let's do the one we would do for, I want to, let's do a region and then we'll do yeah. the other region. Yeah, definitely. So, so want... we need a, we need a, there needs to be a spider house in the snowhead area. Yeah. They forgot to put in there. They forgot to. So no. And my, my thought process was, okay, Grezzo is given the keys mm. to the castle and they say, okay, we're going to do it. Folks, we're going to add the two missing spider pal- spider houses. Um, and then they're told, okay, but we only have the budget to add one additional new asset. Um, because uh, what's his face made, spent all that asset time making that sarcophagus. Well, you Miyamoto can- said that like because Super Paper Mario was so complicated, yeah, you're only allowed to use existing Majora's Mask assets from now or or Ocarina of Time assets. Okay, yeah, yeah. that that was my that was my caveat because I was also thinking about like the Ocarina of Time stuff that did not end up getting used that they could have then brought into this. Sure. Um, No, I will say I tried to stick to that uh, constraint and I like arguably did. So. What's uh, your idea for the Snowhead Spider House? I have Frozen Spider House, which would be a rickety wooden shack frozen in like a tire like a block of sheer ice Mm. um that you could bring back the blue fire okay uh that's perhaps the way to get into it is that you need to go acquire blue fire somewhere weird in the game like maybe the curiosity shop or something that's that's great yeah and then inside uh because you kind of have to help somebody in each of these, right? Yeah. Um, I want to backport the Yeti from Twilight Princess into this game. Okay. Because I love him. Um, the Yeti, famously in the Twilight Princess dungeon, uh, Snow Peak Ruins, you have to help this Yeti make soup. Um, okay. It's a great dungeon. Um, and But in here, you just have to help him get rid of the Skultulas, uh via like going around room to room and like there's ice block pushing puzzles to get to the some of them obviously sure um and then the reward you get for doing this is that you can just go back to him for like infinite soup you can just get a get a a a bottle of soup every time you go back okay and that's like i don't know some kind of good healing item yellow potion yeah uh that's what i came up with okay um here's my version so from the, you know, the Snowhead Trail area where there's uh, the heart piece that you need the uh, Scarecrow to get. Yes, yes, yes. And there's like a big pit. Yeah. Beyond that. Uh-huh. Okay. So from here, you're going to hookshot your way, possibly with um, uh, more invisible blocks. You're going to hookshot to the other side of that valley. And you're going to find another 
area with like a, that's basically a huge pit with a single kind of pillar-like landmass sticking up out of it. And there's a mansion on that pillar. Okay. You zoosh over to the mansion and you explore it. And it's like fancy kind of quasi-Victorian mansion. I'm thinking with a lot of like purple carpets um, and stained glass that we can steal from the Oceanside Spider House. And the Kokiri children from Ocarina of Time. <gasps> I was really thinking that you were probably going to jump on that too, so I'm glad. No, 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 no. Okay. So they keep showing up and telling you, this house is cursed, you better get out of here. Uh, but they don't stick around for you to talk to them. They just like show up at the top of the stairs and talk to you and then walk away. And as you go around, you find out that their dad built this house uh, at first to protect his large family, but he became more and more obsessed with the house itself and with protecting his wealth. Um, and I th thought about the structure as basically ripping off Big Boo's haunt. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so that you have lots of rooms, you know, from a central room, you have rooms going outside and you have a library. And you have a way to get up into the attic and then onto the roof. I think getting up onto the roof of this house would be very good. Um, I also wanted to do a courtyard uh, that is really hemmed in that you can like fall down to from the roof. Uh, and then like have to hookshot your way back out because there are no doors. And you could have another tree like the Swamp Spider House has a creepy tree in it. And also I want to have a music room where... If you play the New Wave Bossa Nova, it opens a secret compartment with a Skultula in it. And you can have the clue that the dad was the fan of the previous generation of the Indiegogos. Oh, there you go. And then you get to use the New Wave Bossa Nova. I guess it would make time. sense that the, the spider cult was more recent than in my they are in my head. Because it's not like these places are that disheveled. Well, I feel like the spider cult might be very old and, you know, you can find pieces of it from different strata of Termina's history. Okay. Well, also Zora are very long-lived, we know. Yeah. They're elves. Oh, yeah. The previous generation of Indiegogos might be a hundred years ago. Yeah. I didn't think about that until just now, but yeah. Wow. This is some good lore. Uh, when you like collect all the tokens, you go back to the main hall of the house. The kids reappear. And they say, well, the curse was binding us to the house, and now we can leave. Thank you. They disappear. They were ghosts all along. Ah! <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I didn't want to add an item to give us a reward. Yeah. And so my stupid idea was that they upgrade your Deku stick and Deku seed capacity, or Deku nut capacity. Oh, that would make sense. That's thematic with the Kokiri, I guess. I guess, although they're not supposed to be Kokiri, and I was even thinking of changing their tunics to be purple to match like <gasps> the vision Ooh, I have. That'd be cool. If that's allowed, then we'll do that. I'm gonna give it. Possibly that. they would give you Nehru's love instead, because uh, it would be nice mm. to have that. Like okay. it doesn't make sense, but it would be a good. That's that's on par with me adding infinite soup. So, yeah. Okay, so. All right. Well, that That's was a, a much dungeon. that was a very fully fleshed out uh, pitch. I should I, say I didn't. It's not like I took all week to come up with this. 
No, you're good. We only recorded a couple days ago. That's right. Um, I like that you made like an ornate house and I made like a shack for that one. Uh, but I feel like they're both valid. Like they're both they're like both valid. I kind of want to steal the uh, blue fire. The yeah, blue fire thing for mine. I like okay. that a lot. Well, I'm gonna steal a lot from you for this one because I don't have a ton for this next one. Okay. Uh, what I decided for the Icona area spider house was to go very simple and make it the ghost spider house okay um but basically the only idea i had for that was that i wanted to bring back the goma enemies from uh ocarina of time Mm. because that's an enemy type type that just didn't make it back into this game and uh that's weird to me and i think it would be fun to use them as enemies in here maybe this becomes the combat focused spider house i like the idea of gomas aren't necessarily spiders right no they're like some other kind of arachnid thing that shifts wildly depending on what game you're in i like the idea of this maybe being like a goma versus spider like the remnants of a goma versus spider struggle that's good yeah um i like the idea of reusing the uh the the the, was queen goma asset the first boss of ocarina of time yeah i think it's just called goma isn't it it might just be goma because the other ones are goma larva or something yeah 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 so fill it with goma larva enemies and spider enemies or like corpses thereof like Mm. remains um and then like the, use the giant queen goma or the, the the goma asset as like something you have to crawl around on or something ah okay like maybe like size it up a little bit take that asset blow it up a little bit and that becomes like something you have to traverse um i don't know where the ghost part comes into this unless yeah, they're ghosts, the ghosts the ghosts of the spiders or the ghosts of the goma wait maybe you're trying to help the queen goma ghost oh yeah and, like, you talk to Queen Goma Ghost, who's, like... That's hilarious. These spiders showed up and, like, defeated our hive. So you need to get revenge on them by killing all the spiders for me. It's like Ender's game. And then you do that, and she gives you a appropriately spooky gift for defeating her spider nemesis. Okay. That's all I got. All right. I've got the Ikana Spider Temple. Okay. Um, so remember the Beneath the Well area? There's a fairy fountain, right? Yes. Okay. Go in there and there are um, there are now going to be four switches that you need to use the Elegy of Emptiness to hold down. When you press all those switches at once, the fairy fountain drains away. Oh. The fairies fly away. And uh, a ladder appears in the bottom of the fountain. So you go into this dungeon that is underneath another dungeon. Um, And so it's borrowing the Swamp Spider House's idea of being a temple that was, like, carved out of the rock. Like, there's a cave here, and we're just going to build a temple in it. But I think of the architecture as, like, they have a good architectural style in the graveyard underneath, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is basically the Shadow Temple, um, and it's, this it's is cool, cooler than the Shadow Temple. 
we'll get there. We'll get there in a couple okay. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the center of the spider greed cult that the other spider houses refer to. Yes. Um, possibly the map is a big spider shape. I have a question mark after that. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I don't want to present that it's the final design. Sure, sure, sure. The stall children are here. Investigating a different puzzle. Sure, that makes sense. Captain Kida. The reason that, that he sent the stall children to the spider houses is the spider cult, um, is very dangerous to the monarchy of Ikana. These rich nobles are amassing power through this cult and amassing wealth through this cult, and it needs to be taken care of. So he sends us all children around, find out about these guys, um, figure out what their weaknesses are or whatever. And so if you talk to the stall children, they tell you about offerings to be made to the spider god. And you use that information to place Elegy of Emptiness statues in certain places such that those statues get, I guess, consumed by the spider god. Ah! Um, who demands, like, a green wooden sacrifice sometimes or demands a tall fishy sacrifice other times. Um, and I was also thinking of it as being a uh, combat-focused um, spider house. And, like, in kind of a fire temple way, I guess, having or not really fire temple but something majora's mask does sometimes where there's a room with a mini boss fight and then there's a tiny room off to the back where your reward is okay sure and so it's like there's a gold sculptula basically in a cage in oh a room yeah that you can see from here yeah first you have to fight like stalfos or an iron knuckle. There aren't enough iron knuckles in Majora's Mask. And this That's is just true. That's just true. Iron knuckle. And then my asset that I add is after you collect the 30 Skulltula tokens here, uh, you get to fight Lord Skulltula, the spider god of gold, who's a big golden spider that you fight. Cool. And your um, prize is... I'm, I don't think I used a new asset in the previous one, so okay. I'm using my asset credit to add a new asset here. The prize is the Golden Mask, which is a mask of gold that, like, it looks... It has a spider motif on it, but they don't call it the Gold Spider Mask. They call it the Golden Mask. And um, it makes enemies drop rupees when you kill them. Oh. Okay, sure. And it counts as an undead mask for, for purposes of, like, fooling redeads. Oh, okay. That sounds good. That's a, like yeah. a, all, all within scope, I think. Yeah, yeah. You just have to program a whole boss. <laughs> Perfectly within scope. Ship it. And, like, the reason that Goma in Ocarina of Time only has, like, two legs, I think, is because an actual, like, big spider boss isn't very uh, tenable on n64 hardware but if we're doing this on the 3ds you're the hack that you're making is a hack of the 3ds version right uh pro sure <laughs> sure uh yeah no okay yeah those are uh you had a theme going it's good i had a theme I, going. the the idea of draining a fairy fountain and going underneath it to some creepy stuff is like 
very good and very chilling. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I I'm like creeped it out. Too. I'm creeped out. It's good. Well, now, listeners, if you have your own spider house ideas, send them to Heroes Path Pod on Twitter. Yeah, please. I would love to hear people's ideas for fun spider houses. And if you're a Majora's Mask hacker, go ahead and make Zach's hack that he isn't getting much work done on. <laughs> These ideas are public domain. Go for it. Yeah. Um, what do we want to talk about next time? I think we have to go to a new region. I gotta go take more notes. Oh, okay. Let's take some more notes and then we'll go to a new region. Okay, good. <laughs>